What's happening, friends? Welcome to Friday's show. Russell Dickerson coming up in a little bit. The Friday morning dance party coming up. But first, I see Shannon in Texas is on the phone. Hey, Shannon, how are you? Oh, my goodness. Good morning. Good morning, studio. Good morning, Bobby. Oh, my God. <laughs> morning. There you go. <laughs> you guys are amazing. Thank you. What's going on with you? Okay, so a while back you were saying you have to have a colonoscopy done. And you're going to drink that stuff, go to work Friday morning, and then afterwards go have it done. There's no way. You're going to have to take your mic and computer and everything in the restroom with you. Well, that would not be a fun show. No, that would be really gross. But yeah, you can't work. But here is what is happening. So today I go to the doctor and I have my one meeting before I do... Which would be the colonoscopy. That's the noise I associate with it. Um, So today I go and they give me all the medicine, but I have to do it on a Friday because I feel like... Why are you looking at When are you doing the procedure, though? I don't know because I have to go today for them to tell me. Okay, well, they'll tell you. Yeah. But I have to do it on a Friday because I I feel like I can come to work that day and then... Go and do it. No, because you're going to have to start drinking the drink on Thursday. I've done harder things. What's the drink? The drink <laughs> is like this nasty Scissor. Uh, nice. like thing that <laughs> empties your body out. Like uh-huh. know, gets you all clean and ready to go. But so the that doesn't change see. how you act though, right? Yeah, but he's going to ca- be going to the bathroom nonstop. Nice. But what so if it does change how he acts? Bear with you me. You can't hold it. Don't wear a hey. diaper. <laughs> don't don't say it. Wear a diaper. No, no he could. <laughs> That's what he was going to say. Depends. No. <laughs> I love too this much. show. You know what? This show, I, I, I give 100%. And yeah. I... I plan You're like to that d- astronaut that drove to Florida to kill somebody oh, with a diaper on. True. I'm Keep not, going. I'm not like her. No, he, okay. But kind of like her. <laughs> Here's what I think okay. I can do. I think I can leave the show Thursday, drink the stuff, <laughs> no. have it run its course all day Thursday. Okay. You're going to be completely empty on Friday? Okay. Like Thursday is a day from H-E double hockey sticks. Okay. Wow. I go to bed, five, probably five pounds lighter. I wake up and I'm like, whew, that was a rough day yesterday. I do the show. I come on and I'm like, guys, it is rough. <sighs> Get a yawn in. Go have a colonoscopy. Okay. Maybe Sounds you could like do that. I don't know. Talk to the doctor, but like you won't be able to have breakfast or anything like that. Obviously, you can't put anything back in your body. Oh, you might get moody. So you're going to be working yeah. for you You're know, not six the hours. only one to tell me that, Shannon, by the way. Everybody that has mentioned uh, the colonoscopy to me says, stop thinking you're going to work on the day mm-hmm. you're getting the colonoscopy. Yeah. Just, they, I don't know. Shannon, what would you say, Shannon? Right there in the back of your mind. Well, I'm gonna yeah. try, I'm gonna try my hardest on this episode of Breaking Bobby Bones. <laughs> See if you can do can it. Can you get a colonoscopy and still go to work? Okay, Shannon, I appreciate that call. All right, y'all have an amazing afternoon. Thank you guys for what y'all do. I appreciate you too. Are you prepared for today? I'm not even thinking about today. I got sh- just a meeting. I got no. a show to do yeah, today. They will. They, they will. What? He, he, the doctor will be putting a glove on. He will. <laughs> and. Today? Yeah, at the checkup. Yes. Yes. When I had mine, I went for my checkup and to get my prep kit, and there was that involved. They can't give you a heads up on that? Yeah, they need to tell you before you get there on that one. (laughs) I didn't get a note in my portal. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe they do it different. Is it like the dentist, though, where you floss before you go to the dentist? Yeah. Do I go and I... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, look, we're doing a show today. Let's rock. It is time to open up the Friday mailbag. You send an email and we read it 
it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hey, Bobby Bones. I was just listening to some Jody Messina and thinking how I love her music from the 90s so much. I feel like maybe she's a little underrated. Just wondering if you agree and who are some of your favorite underrated 90s country artists. Signed, Donna. This is interesting. I do not think Jody Messina is underrated because I rate her so high. Yeah. yeah. I love Jody Messina, but I can see where maybe you don't hear her talked about as much as a Garth or a George Strait. Right. Or a Travis Tritt. Brooks or, and Dunn. Or a Trisha Yearwood. Reba. We talk about her more. Yeah. I mean, they're really, but I love Jody Messina. She's mm-hmm. one of my favorite live performances in the studio. Her music is so good to me. But I thought about this question in who, even though they were known, who probably should be in the conversation more of that list. And so I have a couple because I don't think Joe Diffie gets the respect that he's due with the success that he had. For example, prop me up beside the jukebox. Me up beside the jukebox if I die. Loved it. Loved the video when videos were an important part of the song. <laughs> pickup man, jam. I never knew you were a pickup man. You can set my truck on fire and roll it down a hill and still wouldn't trade it for a coupe de ville. John Deere Green. Come on. Oh, yeah. John Deere Green. On a hot summer night. So Billy Bob loves Charlene. I feel like Joe Diffie is one of those that probably should be rated higher. Already rated high, but probably should be rated higher. So I'll put him in that underrated category. The other one is Diamond Rio. And when I think of Diamond Rio, obviously I think of Meet in the Middle. I start walking your way. One of the best songs in 90s country, period. Yeah. Like, just that song alone stands by itself. But Norma Jean Riley, to oh, me, yeah. it's going to marry me. Man. I mean, everybody said, fool, fool, nothing you can do. Never going to see her with the likes of you. I say, watch and see. Norma Jean Riley going to marry me. Eddie got so a little good. off there, buddy. Oh, marry me. Yeah, I think you were off. It's the, off. depends on which verse. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, notice me. And then, what a beautiful mess. What a beautiful mess. Oh, yeah. What a beautiful mess I made. Spending all my time. So to me, those two represent being slightly underrated in the 90s. Have we ever had Diamond Rio in here? Uh, no, I spent a little time with them on a Blake Shelton video shoot. Once, oh, wow. Because I was with Blake. The lead singer, and I thought it was so cool, and I didn't really have anything to say because it was too cool. <laughs> You're so cool, man. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. I was just like, hey, I'm a, just a, was a massive fan my whole life. But Diamond Rio was my first ever concert. Thank you, Donna. Close up the mailbag. We got your email, and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Fun Fact Friday. These are the five most fun facts that Amy's found all this week. Let's go. Number five. So Dave Chappelle declined a $50 million offer to film a third and fourth season of The Chappelle's Show, uh, stating in an interview that success didn't feel like anything he imagined success would feel like. So he didn't feel like he wanted to take that kind of money. Then he moved to another country and disappeared for years and years. What? And then moved back to Ohio in a small town. Wow. Now he's back out again doing it. But, yeah, he turned down tons and tons of money money. when that show was crushed. Number four. The world record for the longest pee is eight and a half minutes. Pee? Pee. Was he drinking at the same time? (laughs) It just kept going through his body. Like, I don't understand how that happens. He's got to be old, right? Because old people take a long time to pee. 
eight and a half minutes though. Well, not that long. I mean, <laughs> are you limiting? Are you like holding back and let, letting it dribble? I don't know. Who do you think could win for the longest pee on the show? Me. Well, me for sure. That's a weird question. It's hard because. <laughs> Why? I mean, if you it was hold- a contest, who would win? I don't. This is. I don't. <laughs> well, we do have a friend. I have a friend. We have a friend that he can pee in like one second. His bladder. He can be like, I gotta go so bad. And it's like, whoosh, gone. <laughs> Mike D's like that too. Who? 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 Mike D sounds like a thunderstorm when he pees. <laughs> yeah, and he's done in one okay. second. All right. This is number three. So, John, John Krasinski from The Office, he auditioned to be Captain America. But then apparently he put on the costume and he was like, I'm not Captain America. But he would have been great at Captain America because look at him all buff now when he plays Jack Ryan. Like, he's a big, ripped up dude. I know we think of John Krasinski as just being Jim from The Office, but look at him now. He's massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you Google him and Captain America, they have side-by-side of him and the other guy. Chris. Chris Evans. Yes, and yeah, it, it does look believable to me. It wouldn't have as Jim Halpert, but how he looks now, <laughs> yes. Number two. So the O before an Irish name, like O'Brien, O'Malley. Do you know what the O stands for? Mm-mm. Descendant of. Oh, like of the O'Malley's? Yes. Like I had that's no cool. idea that oh. that was the meaning, but that's why the O is there. It's like descendant of this family. How about that? Lunchbox is Irish, right? You are? Yes, I am. Lunch O-Box. Oh. Me too. <laughs> Number one. So Dr. Seuss wrote Green Eggs and Ham after his publisher bet him that he couldn't write a book using 50 words or less. And there are only 50 unique words in Green Eggs and Ham, and he repeats them just over and over. <laughs> oh, he found a loophole. Yeah, he did. Because yeah. he said 50 words or less. Yes. But he used some of the same words and said, hey, I've only used 50 words total. Exactly. I wonder how much money you got from this. Once a person bet me I just couldn't hire a bunch of people that never done radio and do a show. Oh, mm. boy. <laughs> I win! Yeah! Here we are. <laughs> All right, that's what's up. Fun Fact Friday. Bobby Bonshaw. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Lauren Elena released her new album called Sitting Pretty on Top of the World. Here's one of the songs from the album called Good Old Boy. If you love me like you loved a fish could have hooked me too but I guess it's all good oh boy didn't know you had a good old boy Randy Travis released a new song called Ain't No Use from the vault here's a clip I guess it's true cause it ain't no use to talk about it looks like I'll just learn to get along without it girl you turn Carrie Underwood and Dan and Shay released their collaboration for the Dear Evan Hansen movie soundtrack. Here is Only Us. Count anymore. Morgan number two, that's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So Jim No, this guy on Twitter, went viral after revealing that he matched with his Labrador's former owner on a dating app. So 
follow me here. Is Labrador's former owner? Yes. So there's this lab named Onyx. And when this girl was like 17, I guess her family had to rehome him because they weren't able to care for him for whatever reason. Well, this guy, his family, they adopted Onyx. So when they're talking, you know, they're getting to know each other on the dating app. He's like, yeah, I have a lab named Onyx. She's like, that's weird. I used to have a lab named Onyx. We had to rehome him in 2017. He's like, wow, that's about the year that we got Onyx. So it was this whole thing. And then they were able to meet up, go on a date. He brought the dog. The dog saw the former owner. She like loved the dog. She said he was the best. Didn't want to get rid of him. It was really sad. And so now how cool she has Onyx back in her life and maybe a new boyfriend. Maybe, but if not, that's weird. Hey, can I still see Onyx? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to see you. Mm-hmm. That's a good story today. Yeah, I love and it. And I hope it becomes a greater story tomorrow. When they get Slight married. chance it gets to be a worse story, though. A <laughs> uh, good story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Amy asked me a question before the show. She said, why, if you see a guy carrying a baby, is that so cute? Yeah. It's like they're just doing their job. But I saw two guys on a walk with those cute little front carrier things where the babies sit and it's like facing their chest. Baby bajorns. There you go. <laughs> and they're on a walk probably just doing their thing. But it was like, oh, look at those guys with their babies. And I'm like, oh, look at those guys just doing what they're supposed to do, being a dad. Like if I had seen two moms out walking their babies, I wouldn't have had that reaction. And I'm like, it's so weird. That's a great point, I think, because society sucked for the past Many, many generations. Mm -hmm. I mean, really? Yeah. And it's just rare to see. So when we do see it, we go, oh, wow, look at that. Yeah. But it is becoming quite more common. Totally. And hopefully will continue to be more common. And it won't be looked at as odd. It'll be looked at as, oh, cool, another another baby. How cute. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, totally. Like, it was just comical, the reaction and then the thought that immediately came of like, wait, why am I ooing and aahing of them doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing? Maybe the guy was hot. I don't really even remember. I just saw the babies and the men, and I was like, look at them. And I was like, do guys feel this way when they see women walking their babies? I was also thinking about something that uh, your daughter, how how old is Tashira? She's 14. She doesn't like to watch movies because they're too long. Yeah, she says she doesn't have time for that. So she found this thing on YouTube that gives her like the Cliff's Notes version, but it's vi- got a visual and everything. So, it, but in the guy's talking kind of fast, and he's like, and then the woman goes into, and it just cuts straight to the point. Like it just get, duh, 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 duh. and then she's like, just finished a movie. Ah, like five minutes later. <laughs> just watch the whole Harry Potter series. And I'm like, why don't you want to sit down and enjoy a movie? I kind of feel her how she feels. I think movies are too long. You know, if I see anything over hour 45, I'm like, oh, no. But I can imagine being 14 in a TikTok world where all your content's 15, 30 seconds, maybe 60 seconds. Yeah, I just started to think, like, maybe this is part of her thing or mm. that age group, and they just get this instant gratification of everything right here, right now. Yeah, like, people like things short. So we're ending this segment. Here's Luke Combs. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. But, Buns, you like— No, that's the end of the segment. No, no, oh, no, that's no, it. Yeah, that's it. Play the song. <laughs> Sonic is launching a new grilled cheese burger. Oh. I like grilled cheeses. I like burgers. That sounds good. I, I, I was looking at my bank statement the other day because I'll always comb through it to see if there's any sort of fraud or, you know, if anybody's got my credit card number. And so I had gone to Sonic 14 times. No, 12 times in 14 days. Oh, oh wow. Wow. That's almost That's impressive. Every day. Sometimes two a day. But I go and I get the, the Bobby <laughs> Caitlin Waters. 
but it was just like Sonic, Sonic. And I was like, is somebody running my car at Sonic? And I was started thinking back. I was like, nope, nope that's, that's you. you. Yeah, sometimes I went <laughs> twice a day. There's also one real close to my house, too. Yeah, it's convenient. But Sonic is combining the grilled cheese with the cheeseburger for the new grilled cheese burger. Uh, $2.49. Not bad, huh? So it's just like on white bread toast with cheese and meat. Would you have it any other way? No. No. That's how it's done. Do you ever make grilled cheeses at home? Oh, absolutely. Do you put butter on top? Yes. Yes. Some people use mayonnaise. No. Yeah, I've heard that's really good. I've tried it. I don't hate it because I love mayonnaise, but... Morgan, you can't eat food anymore (laughs) because of your COVID. Does that sound good to you or does it just sound like another piece of... You know? I mean, yeah, everything at this point sounds good. I'm still not eating meat, but, like, I can eat everything, even healthy food. I'm like, this is awesome. But you, you can eat all healthy food, and it's the same as all bad food. Yep. Like, in a, in a way, is it a blessing? Yeah, I mean, right now I'm like, cool, this is a great time for me to start my little healthy diet I'm trying to be <laughs> on. you can't taste anything. No, I'm like, <laughs> I got to eat the bad foods I don't like, so whatever. But your smell is, how much How much smell do you have? 100% gone. No smell, and then your taste is? It's like 30% I have. So a little bit you can taste it. Yes. It, it's like the very back of my mouth. It's like when it's going down, but at that point, you know, you don't really care. It's already going down. So the front of your mouth, no taste? No. Back of your mouth, slight taste? Yes. It's very strange. <laughs> strange. That's weird that it picked its spots. Yeah. <laughs> the taste buds, like, turned on and off. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Bud Light has launched Pumpkin Spice Spiked Seltzer. Pumpkin spice spiked seltzer. Mm-hmm. Say it real fast. No, I'm just <laughs> trying to put it all together. It's just a lot at once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a blend of pumpkin, cinnamon, nutmeg, and vanilla. And obviously, it's an alcohol thing. It's Bud Light, but it's part of a fall themed variety pack that includes flavors like toasted marshmallow, maple pear, and apple crisp. And- I wish they made this non alcoholic because this sounds so good to me. I just don't drink. I would like to have the marshmallow one. I drink this drink a little bit called Celsius. Have you guys seen these cans? Of yeah, yes. I've seen that. Mm. Yeah. And so I wish they made like a chocolate marshmallow one for fall. Mm. Maybe they will. That sounds good, but would, would you guys drink this? Uh, probably not. No. no. Oh. I kind of like the fruity stuff on the seltzers. Yeah. Maybe the maple pear and the apple crisp sounds good to me. It's available starting September 6th. Okay. Now on the opposite end of drinking, um, Tim McGraw uh, talked to Esquire magazine. Actually, he did a little essay for it, and he said that he realized he needed help with alcohol the day that he woke up and had to take a shot at 8 a.m. before he even woke the kids up. And he went to Faith right away, uh, who's his wife at the time, and said, uh, this is where I'm at, and I'm scared. And she grabbed him, hugged him, and he said that moment changed his life, and he quit drinking in 2008. And that's that's where he is. But that's an essay that he just shared with Esquire. Well, good for him for sharing that, too, because a lot of people probably— Relate, relate in their life or in someone else's life. And then seeing Faith's reaction to, like, if you have someone in your life like that, just embracing them where they are and meeting them where they're at and knowing that they're hurting and that they can come to you and get vulnerable and share that is a big deal. And also, superstars, you know, are, the people we look at as the greatest are also flawed humans as well. Yeah. We all are. And so good for him for writing that story. Yeah. And lastly, short hair is trending for fall. And this is coming from Celebrity Stylist. And it's true. I'm seeing it all over Instagram. Everybody is cutting their hair short. It's like it's the fashion thing for the fall. Caitlin cut her hair a few weeks ago. Is it short? Yeah, ish. She's way shorter. Then she cut like six inches off of it. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Well, it's happening. See, everyone is doing it. This is women. 
Yeah, well, women, yes, gotcha. Eddie. Well, I guess if you're a guy and you have really I mean, long hair, you may want to do the shoulder length thing. <laughs> but no, for women, if you're looking for a reason to maybe go cut your hair, I just gave it to you. Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Adam Marshall is a cop with the South Carolina Highway Patrol Office, and he gets a call. We got a one-car collision, a car upside down in the pond. Please respond. And Adam Marshall responds, and there's a car sinking in the water, driver and dog trapped inside. And he says, "Uh uh-oh. He pulls over, jumps in the water, starts breaking out the window, can't get him. Firefighters arrive, and they're able to break the passenger window, and they get the driver and the dog out. Everyone full wow. recovery. It's weird. I was just waiting on the dog. I know that stinks oh, okay. of me. I was like, I hope they get the driver. Mostly, I was like, I hope they get the dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in a movie. Like somehow, if people get killed in the movie, you're like, oh man, this sucks. If a dog gets killed in the movie, you're like, no, I don't want to watch it anymore. I <laughs> uh, can't do it. Turn it off. All right, that's a good story. That is what it's all about. That was tell me something good. Hey guys, thanks for hanging out. Let's go talk to Ken who is listening in Nebraska. Ken, how are you, buddy? Hey, good morning, everyone. How you doing, Bobby? We're doing pretty good. What can I do for you? I'm a long-haul, heavy-haul, oversized driver. And in your show, Breaking Bobby Bones, after you got your Class A CDL, what did you learn or find out that you respected about what we do? It's a good question because of all the scary things I did, driving a big rig through actual traffic was probably the second scariest thing I did after the Grand Canyon. And you would think, people do it all the time. The truck's huge. And what I didn't realize mostly was that people don't give a crap about you in that truck. I mean, they're swinging in and out of you. They're going around. There's no regard to how big of an automobile that you have that could wreck everything. Yeah. And so... I was like, guys, I'm in a huge truck. I'm carrying tons of stuff. And you guys are just swinging in and out, not giving any regard to me whatsoever. That was wild. Uh, the shifting was wild. The turns, how to turn. You have to, oh, I wouldn't be able to turn. You have to turn from forever back. Yeah. You hit curves. Angles. Curves and stuff. Yeah, it's just, there's. I, I mean, we could do a whole show on things I learned. Well, we did. It's called yeah. Breaking Bobby Bones <laughs> on Disney+. Plus. But yeah, Ken, what you do, man, that's tough work. I, I, I respect and appreciate you, but I learned a lot from having to go ahead and get that CDL. Yeah, I've been driving three years, five months. I've been doing heavy haul now two years. They call me the anomaly. I guess you've heard the stories. You need three to five OTR just to do heavy haul. And it still amazes me to this day. I learned so much. Well, the infrastructure of the United States is put together mostly by a lot of folks driving trucks and carrying stuff back and forth. The truck drivers are, are not respected as much as I feel like they should be. But I appreciate that call. Thank you very much, Ken. Have a good day. Thank you so much, sir. You have a good week. Thank you so much. All right, bye-bye. Amy, coming over to you. Let's do the morning corny. The morning corny. Did you hear about the big Lego sale? No, no, I did not hear about the big Lego sale. People were lined up for blocks. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. That was the morning corny. Veronica is on in Texas. Veronica, what's happening with you? So I was calling just to let you guys know and to let you know, Bobby, that tomorrow is my daughter's birthday. She's going to be turning 11. And we gave her a lot of options on what to do for her birthday. Her birthday always falls on the Labor Day weekend. So we gave her options and she looked at me and she was like, 
Mom, of course I want to do Bobby Fest. That's yeah, so, that's a smart woo-hoo! kid right there. Thank you. So you guys are coming to it's, the new Bromble show in Texas? Yes, and she's um, it's going to be her first concert, so she's excited. Um, and she absolutely loves you guys, and she thinks, of course, Raging Idiots, you guys are hilarious. Um, and so she's very, very excited about it. And I just, I mean, obviously she's at school now, but... I don't even know if there's a way that you can give her a birthday shout out tomorrow in the morning, but she would be so excited to know that we have mentioned and we have made you aware that she will be there and she chose you guys. Well, here's what we'll do. And I'm going to put this on Eddie to oh keep in his phone. Oh, <laughs> I already got a list Since going. we're playing tomorrow evening and she will be there. Eddie, I need you to shout out to Madison. Her 11-year-old birthday on stage. Okay, shout out to Madison. But you better write that in your phone because if you don't remember, it's on. this one's on you. I got something I have to do. Okay. This one's on you. Madison, 11 years old. Yes. Got it. Okay, so we're going to try to do it on stage. Okay, Veronica? Oh, man, that's going to be awesome. I really appreciate you guys. Okay, talk to you. Well, we'll talk to you from the stage, okay? Yes, okay. Awesome. So she will be so excited. Eddie, it's on you. <laughs> I got it. I'm writing <laughs> it right now. Eddie, it's on you. Okay, have a good day. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. The Friday Morning Conversation with Russell Dickerson. Russell, what's up, buddy? Well, what's up, my guy? Are you home? No, I'm uh, I'm actually at the beach writing songs. Dang. That's the life. Like, you have a job where you get to go to work, but you go to work at the beach. And so yeah. when you do one of these beach songwriting sessions, do you bring out, like, a bunch of your friends and... How how much is songwriting versus beach time? Honestly, this is my first one. So I uh, TBD on all those deets, but uh, I'm at a friend's house, big songwriter in town. And uh, he was like, hey, come down to the beach, write some songs. And uh, so that's that's what I did. That's Does what we're he, doing. he loan you his house or is the, he there with you? Oh, no, he's in on it. Okay. He's here. He's like, you can use my house, but I want cuts. Because the the weird part for me was, and I feel okay talking about this, um, is that Kayla and I were trying to go down to the beach. There's a there's a place called Thirty A. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. I'd, I'd never been down there. I don't know if that's where you are right now or not. Are you down, is that where you are? Yeah. Okay. I'd never <laughs> been down there. We had tried to find a place and we couldn't find one. And Chris Jansen, who I know, goes, "Hey, why don't you go stay at our place down there?" And I was like, you know, I feel weird staying in someone else's place. Period. Just because. And right. I, was like, I was like, I don't know if I want to go stay at, at your – and I know Chris well, but I just never want to impose. And then yeah. like three times, like, you have to stay here. So we went and stayed there, but I just felt guilty because like if I had to toot in the bed, it's their bed I tooted in. You know, I've, Dude, I, I, I <laughs> literally just thought that this morning. I was like, <laughs> should I get out of bed what? first or should I just let it go? It's just there. Where if it's a hotel, so I don't know who owns it. Mm-hmm. I don't care. It's a corporation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Russell yeah. Dickerson is on with us. I was thinking about you because Olivia Rodrigo just gave Paramore songwriting credit for her song Good For You that was inspired mm-hmm. by Misery Business. This happens a lot. Is there a song of yours that you would give your wife songwriting credit to because she inspired it? Oh, I mean, yeah, definitely yours for sure. I think she I think she definitely deserves some songwriting credit on that. Whenever you guys first started dating... Was it really cool to her when you would write a song about her versus now you're married, you have a kid where she's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. But has that change happened a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I'm being honest. But she's like <laughs> she's into like 
indie junk foreman like acoustic so like my music isn't like totally her cup of tea she likes it but it's like she's definitely uh she can critique a song though like with love you like i used to i played it for her and she was like yeah you didn't nail this one and i was like (laughs) wow and so literally we went back to the drawing board completely rewrote the entire song and uh she was like the title of the song is better than the song you just played me so we went back completely rewrote it and then ended up with what you hear now is love you like i used to i think i'm gonna play that first uh, russell dickerson's okay. on with us we're gonna do love you like i used to but what we have is the original version that sucks <laughs> so we're gonna play that i kind of do want to hear that <laughs> no i'm just kidding we're gonna play this which by the way uh russell will be at bobby fest tomorrow and sunday tomorrow in new Braunfels, texas and then sunday in wichita kansas Get tickets at RagingIdiots.com. But here is Love You Like I Used To. The Friday Morning Conversation with Russell Dickerson. Russ, you were on the cover of Franklin Lifestyles magazine. You were also featured on Men's Health magazine. (laughs) I was looking at these magazines. Would you ever post shirtless? Because you're kind of ripped up. If they said, hey, why don't you take your shirt off, no airbrushing, would you be on the cover shirtless? You know what I would say? I would say I thought you would never ask and (laughs) rip it off right there. You would. So you're that because pr- I mean, I don't. It's deceiving at how muscular you are because I watch Russell's Instagram stories and he'll be like, "Here's me and my kid. Here's me eating some food. Here are my muscles." And I'm like, "Holy crap, man!" <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> Just every third one. <laughs> What's the key? What, what are you doing to get so big? Oh man, I just, I started eating a lot better. I, uh, I do these things called mega fit meals and they literally just ship frozen meals to your house. And that's about all I eat for like breakfast and lunch every day. For the record, this is the second week in a row I've commented on of a guy's fit. This is true. Who like, was the other? Kane Brown last oh, week. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Where I was like, you look oh, so much it. Yeah. He, and I saw Michael Ray at the Opry last week. I, I played the Opry and Michael Ray was playing. Michael Ray is gigantic now. Have you seen how big he is, his, like his arms Uh-oh. and his chest? No. He could beat you up for sure. Okay, okay. That's yeah, how I talk I to people I believe that. Now. I mean, it's not hard. Hey, have you ever been in a fist fight, Russ? No, I never have. I've been punched in the face one time. Oh. What happened there? So let's go back to fifth grade. <laughs> Me and my buddies are building a tree house, and we're like basically stealing wood from all these houses being built around us. And we pick up this bag of quickcrete, and my buddy was like, "Give me the quickcrete!" And I was like, "Absolutely not!" And then he punched me in the face, and I tried to swing the bag at him, but it was like super heavy, and he ducked out of the way. And then my I was just just walked away with a bloody nose, just and my shame in my hands. And that's when you realized fighting wasn't for you. Absolutely not. That's when I decided I was going to be a lover, not a fighter. And how's the baby? incredible almost a year two weeks be a year old and he weighs as much as a three-year-old i was gonna say he looks large to not be a year old yet like strong like big strong baby yes. dude it's hard like kales can't even put him to sleep anymore because i have to i'm the one who has to hold this 30 pound baby and like literally wrestle him to sleep every night Is he on mega fit too <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's on yes he's on goat's milk creatine what has been, let's say, the, the weirdest thing you've had to learn as a parent that you thought, well, I, I never even considered this? Oh, man. Just just the, the pungentness of diapers these days. 
Like it, once you, once they start eating real food, it's like, Oh man, this is like the same as my, it's bad. You know what I mean? It was surprising. Surprising. So real food, but when he ate <laughs> breast, or, milk? breast milk, it wasn't so bad. No, no. It's just because I mean, you know what to expect every time it's the same thing, same consistency, but then like start eating black beans and blueberries and it's just like black tar coming. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> sorry. Good. I'm sorry. Yeah, listeners. I'm sorry. Good. All right. All right. Bobby asked. Bobby all asked. Right. Uh, Russell Dickerson's on with us. He has four number ones in a row. I think let's play Blue Tacoma here. Give me a little story before I play Blue Tacoma. Like, give me a, a 30 second story about how this song makes you feel or what it reminds you of. I mean, dude, same thing. We had to rewrite this song as well. I turned it in to my publisher and they were like, okay, cool. Thanks for the song. And then had to go back to the drawing board. It's just one of those songs I couldn't give up on. So I literally went back and produced the demo on my own. And I was like, this song is a jam and went back to the drawing board. And now here we are. All right, here's Blue Tacoma from Russell Dickerson, who will be playing Bobby Fest on Saturday in New Braunfels, Texas, which is tomorrow, and then Sunday in Wichita, Kansas. And we'll come back with Russell Dickerson in just a second. The Friday Morning Conversation with Russell Dickerson. I want to play a little bit of Russell's brand new song called Home Sweet. Here you go. No, there ain't nothing like home sweet. You and me ain't got much, but we got all we need. Wherever the wind blows, wherever this life goes. Baby, all I know ain't nothing like, nothing like home sweet. Is that going to be the fifth number one? Call it now, Russell. Come on, dude. Yes. From your lips to God's ears. Let's go. Well, I asked. I didn't say. <laughs> no, just to be fair. <laughs> now, do you yeah. feel as good about this song or better about this song early than your other four number ones? I do, man. I think just the sentiment of the song mixed with like a big anthem of music, you know, I just, I, this is one of my favorite songs I've ever written. And, you know, telling the story of like, coming back from our honeymoon and we were absolutely broke. And then verse two being on the road all the time, verse three, finding out we're having a baby. And you know, that could have been a ballad song, but I was like, actually, no, let's freaking make it a, an anthem. So I, I love home sweet. It's one of my favorite songs. We're on with Russell Dickerson right now. He will be playing Bobby fest. I mean, he will be the most talent. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, Russell. I'm sorry. No. How did you come up with the name Bobby fest, Bobby? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Well, we thought about a lot of things that inspired this festival, and mostly I had to put up a lot of money to have this festival go, so I thought, why not just name it after me? So mm, there we go. No pressure. Here we are. No pressure. This needs to be the greatest set of your life because if it's not, I might go broke. Listen, you can 100% count on me. Do you still wear the headset? Are you still doing the headset mic, the Garth mic? Oh, absolutely. Have you guys seen it? It's one of my favorite things. He wears a Garth mic. Just oh. like Garth? Yeah. That's cool. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have, yeah. You, have you met Garth, Russell? Said, wow. I have. <laughs> and uh, we met him at the Opry. Like, Remington was like three months old, and he meets Garth Brooks. I'm like, well, the rest of your life's downhill from here, buddy. You just met Garth. Yeah, you just met the one. Hopefully you got a picture of that, because, or you could just lie and be like, hey, man, you <laughs> met uh, Paul McCartney. <laughs> to any three-month-old, yeah. three you can tell them whatever they wanted. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, we, we. Yeah, we got. We have. We have evidence. Okay. Let me. Let me say a few things about Russell Dickerson. Um, tomorrow and Sunday, Bobby Fest playing Whitewater Amphitheater, in New Braunfels, Texas, and then Wichita, Kansas at Wave. He's performing at the daytime stage at the 2021 iHeartRadio Music Festival on September 18th. 
his son, Remington, is starting to walk. And I saw that on Instagram. That's big news. Um, yes. Uh, he's on the cover of the August issue of Franklin Lifestyles magazine. Wow. Oh, Franklin Soccer Moms Rejoice. That's right. <laughs> I got to check my mailbox. Do you get that magazine? <laughs> I, yeah. You do? I, or maybe that I get the other rich. one. Maybe I get the other town in between. Uh. I don't know. I just know that sometimes it arrives in my mailbox. Do you pay and for it? I have no idea how it gets there. But like country artists and their wives are often on, or other yeah. influencers-ish mm-hmm. are often on the cover and you get a, like, a peek into their life. You're at the beach right yeah. now, Russell. You writing any good songs? I mean, we just got here last night. Flight was delayed, so we got in, went to bed at 2 a.m., ready to rage today. Do you have so, a, uh, like a song in mind, like you have a title you're sitting on, ready to walk into the first, the right? Um, I got a, I mean, I have a whole note on my phone worth of titles. Give me one note. (laughs) You want the song? I want one, then I'm going to write it and steal it. I want one note and then we'll call it a day. All right. It doesn't have to be the title. You can just read Uh, a note that you wrote. I'm going to, I'm going to get you a good one though. Bones, and then you're going to tell him if it's good or not. (laughs) Yeah. I'll I'll do like his wife. Hey man, that needs some serious work. I wouldn't chase that one. (laughs) Also, Russell, like, do you have this note backed up somewhere on the cloud or somewhere else just in case you were to lose your phone? Like, I'm sure there's a lot on there. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, it's Smart. definitely it's on the cloud. It's I use Evernote. I don't know if y'all use Evernote. Maybe I'm, that's very 2008 of me, but I'm still here. Ain't no outlaw. Okay. Beer for it. Stop holding back. Let's talk about Ain't No Outlaw for a second. Country. Hold on. Let's Wait, just stop. No, just... no, don't, don't waste them all because every songwriter town is going to steal your ideas. Ain't no outlaw. What would I write yeah. ain't no outlaw about? This is what I would say. I would say, listen, I'm here to, um, I'd make it a love song. And I'd say, I'm here to love you, and I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm going to give you everything I got, because I ain't no outlaw when it comes to love. Ooh. I'm the sheriff. I'd be something, you know, it'd be oh. something like that. Oh. Boom. I'm the sheriff. I'm the, oh. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the sheriff. What? The sheriff's in town, baby. I ain't no outlaw. Oh, great. Something, something like that. Oh, yeah. Yes. We got the handcuff. Wait. Take that to the... Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Here we go. <laughs> All right, there he is. He's got four number ones, working on his fifth. He will be... <laughs> he will be at Bobby Fest tomorrow in New Braunfels, Texas, and then uh, at Wave in Wichita on Sunday. Russell Dickerson, great to talk to you, my friend. As always, great appearance on the show. Congratulations, mostly on Franklin Li- Magazine. Franklin, what's it Lifestyles. called? Lifestyles. Something yeah. like that. And then we will, uh, we'll see you soon. I love you guys. All right, there it is. Bye, everybody. Bye, Russell. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Two families in Indian Hill, Ohio, have raised more than $77,000 this year for children's hospitals, all thanks to a lemonade stand. The family started raising money every year with a lemonade stand right outside the house. It started five years ago, over $300,000 through five years. But looking back at the first year, it was just the kids, and they raised $148. Wow. Oh, awesome. So <laughs> they were like, hey, this is pretty good. And, and the kids wanted to donate the money. So they said, we can actually do more with this. And so they put it up year number two. They started talking about it on social media. They kept it in front of the house. People were stopping by, getting a couple of them, leaving 20 bucks, leaving, and it slowly spread to the point now where, again, over five years, they've raised over $300,000. And just this year, they've raised $77,000. That's amazing. And not just on like, amazing on them, yeah, but also amazing for the people that are stopping by going, hey, this is an opportunity for me to help them help other people. Yeah. yeah. That's a pretty cool thing. It started as a family thing to teach the kids how to give back, and boy, have they ever. I love seeing how it's grown, too. Like, that is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They're not all drinking the lemonade, right? 
Probably not. Yeah. But you can get a whole, you know, little Country Time can for like four bucks. A powder? With the powder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what I do. <laughs> all right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, friends? Hope you guys had a good night. Last night for me, pretty good night. Caitlin and I went to a Mexican restaurant. We saw Amy. Yeah. Saw we the were, whole family. Yeah. Y'all planned that? No. No, we were, in, we were walking out, and they were waiting for a table. And I was like, what up? That's cool. We were sitting out on the bench, and Amy's daughter comes out. And we're like, what? And so she sits with us. And then when the rest of the family comes out, we're all like we're asleep on the bench. <laughs> it's dumb. Funny. It's dumb. But I like that, we did that, and then I went home last night and watched Ohio State and, and Minnesota, which was the first college football game I really have watched. It was yes. awesome. The college football is back. Um, and I did a little betting on DraftKings, which is pretty cool. Promo code Bones. Yeah. Yeah. And you won? I won. And then um, Arkansas plays tomorrow, which I could not be more— Like, this is my favorite thing in the whole world. Arkansas football and Arkansas basketball are my favorite things in the whole world. If I were to list them, wedding, Arkansas football, close. <laughs> what, when, what time is the game? One. Okay. So is it going to affect your day if you lose? Like Bobby Fest? Yes. It could. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. This has happened I saw, a lot. I worried yeah, about yeah, of course. that. Because like even when you were taping Breaking Bobby Bones, you It would run a show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that's That's cool. okay. I'm just happy you it's happening. You can happen. do this. I'm happy it's happening. Yeah. Uh, Eddie and I will be in New Braunfels, Texas tomorrow playing Bobby Fest and then Wichita on Sunday. Uh, RagingIdiots.com. All right, let's go over and we will do the news now. Hit it. Bobby's Big Stories. China to ban less than masculine men from TV. Interesting. Note to all the manly men of the world, China's government wants you on their TV screens. Yep, their government wants broadcasters to start promoting revolutionary culture, whatever that is. And President Xi Jinping has called for a national rejuvenation. As they see it, broadcasters should cover business, culture, education, and religion. But they want some of the men to be stronger men. Because some of these South Korean pop stars, apparently, and Japanese pop stars are failing to encourage China's young men to be masculine enough. Wow. So they're going backwards. I would have never got to be on radio or TV. No. I mean, China (laughs) would have shut me down in like day two. (laughs) They'd have been like, hey, little squirrely skinny guy. Uh, Someone did a milk crate challenge gender reveal. There is an audio of this. I have it for you. I'll play in a second. Uh, The video is going viral. In it, the soon-to-be dad is holding a bowl. With colored powder, so when he falls over, because nobody makes the milk he's crate challenge. Yeah, he's falling. He's, yeah. <laughs> the gender is revealed. He's finding out he's having a boy when blue powder goes everywhere. Wow. Here's the audio. Let's go. He's got four broken ribs, but it's a good time. It's like his pregnant wife is going to deal with an injured husband now. (laughs) Uh, Husband and wife cut their ankle monitors to go on the run ahead of sentencing for defrauding some PPP loans. A total of eight L.A. scamsters blew $18 million on jewelry, homes, imported furniture, and designer gear. Whoa, that's a lot. This couple, Richard and Marietta, are now fugitives. The FBI says they cut off their ankle monitors and fled from their $2.5 million home in Tarzana. They were scheduled to be sentenced October 4th. After the June convictions, a federal judge declined to revoke bail, but they're on the run. Wow. Being on the run seems like it'd be more stressful than being in jail. Oh, my gosh, yes. I'll be honest with you. Always looking behind your back. But if you leave the country... Uh, I'm sure they're still looking for you. If you can get out... Yeah, probably right. It it just seems like the jail that they would go to. This is just me. I haven't seen a few TV shows. But the jail that they would go to would not be as hardcore as a normal jail. 
and that I would be so stressed out always being on the run that it, I would just rather serve my time and get it over with. Oh, yeah. you're right. The jail before the on the run because the jail after on the run. Yeah, that's real jail. That's real jail. Well, yeah. now they've now that's that's what yeah. they have. Real jail. Yeah. For being on the run, not for... Yeah, like, you're. I agree. What you're saying is if they kept the ankle braces on, sentenced October 4th, they go to some they, they tennis got, court <laughs> jail. White collar prison. Yeah. Because yeah. they were allowed to stay in their $2.5 million home. Yeah, so clearly they weren't seen as a flight risk or the judge wouldn't have let them just chill, right? They cut it off and now they're on the run. You mm. got to res- respect that ride or die, right? Like... I know that's bad. They're criminals, but I mean, your wife is with you on this. She's like, let's. But she's do this. also in trouble now. Well, if she it. weren't in trouble and he was, and she's on the run with him, I think it's my ride or die. <laughs> but this. she's also running from jail too. <laughs> yeah. They're both in the same situation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, call us if you want, guys. We are ready for you. Eight seven seven seventy seven Bobby. That's our phone number. Eight seven seven seventy seven B O B B Y. Couple of voicemails we got from you guys last night. Here is let's play voicemail number three, right? If Lunchbox thinks he's the top twenty-five most famous people in Nashville, does he get recognized whenever he does these random man-on-street interviews with people? Do they know who they're talking to, or does he just <laughs> go up randomly? Because if he's the top twenty-five most famous people in Nashville, wouldn't they know who he is? That's a great question. Yes. And they don't most of the time. Lunchbox? I know. A lot of the times they do, and so I just have to go to the next person. You guys act like it's the only person I talk to is the person you hear. No. I have to weed through the ones like, hey, Lunchbox. I'm like, okay, that ruins everything, so I have to go to the next stop. I get recognized every time, or I'll be in the middle of it and be like, hey, guys, that's Lunchbox. I'm like, people, can you shut up? Like, I can't go anywhere. <laughs> Has Must- anyone ever seen that happen with Lunchbox? No. no. Okay. Never. No, no, no. I, I've run into him at the grocery store. Nobody's around him. Nobody's saying anything. If you were to see Miranda Lambert out and about, mm-hmm. oh, do you think people would be saying stuff to her at the grocery store? I mean, probably. yeah, right. likely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is Paul from Virginia. I just wanted to call and let you know, I had a colonoscopy last Friday, and I did the prep on Thursday, and you also have to take another dose of stuff on the morning of the procedure that makes you go to the bathroom even more after everything you did on the night before. So I don't think you want to think about coming to work till on Friday. Whoop. Bye, golly. I'll be at work. No. Sounds like I you're going to do it. I think you're well, going to be a I have a... My, <laughs> my appointment is today. Mm-hmm. The appointment before the appointment. Yeah. yeah. The appointment. <laughs> Are you for us? Yeah. So we'll see. I think I'll be here. I- I'm going to try to set up for a Friday. I think I'm going to be here on a Friday, and I'm going to rock it. I think you should. Because baby likes to rock it like a boogie-woogie train. Yeah. What? Eddie and I are talking football scores over here. We went on. I fell asleep last night, and my fa- my second favorite team this season is going to be UCF. <laughs> And so they came back and won last night after I fell asleep. And we, listen, we're betting. We're back on draft. Did you win on that one? Yeah, I did. Yes. <laughs> but I didn't know we were going on the air. And I was like, they came back and won last night. <laughs> Everyone's like, what's he talking about? <laughs> oh, I need to set up my DraftKings again. Remember yes. I did it? I have the app. I did it. I just never placed any bets. Do sports, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook is where you place the bets. Okay. Yeah, not DraftKings the is the fantasy. It's two different things. But you want to do Sportsbook and your promo code is? Bones. Bones. That's right. Yeah. Uh, why don't we talk about this? Because apparently if you go to McDonald's, the ice cream machine's always broken. Yes. yes. Oh, you, you guys felt that. Oh, this yeah. is so true. It's very true. Okay. Well, now the Federal Trade Commission is investigating why it's always broken. 
Like, do we need to get the gun? Yes, we yeah, do. Yeah, no, because it's like, it's. They, I think it's. they're saying it's criminal what's happening. Well, I always think it's the employees being lazy. Like, they don't no. want to get ice cream. Well, let me read the story, and then we'll bring on a former employee who has something to say. Okay. An employee of McDonald's? Yeah. Okay. Wall Street Journal reports that the FTC sent letters to McDonald's franchises over the summer saying, what's going on with ice cream machines? McDonald's said, hey, I don't even know if they applied, if they replied yet. The report says McDonald's franchise owners have complained about how complicated the machines are and that they're fixing them and it's really hard to do. Now, I'm bringing on a former employee here named Scuba Steve <laughs> who worked at McDonald's. Yes. And he doesn't think the machines are the problem. What do you think's happening, Scoop Steve? No, Eddie touched on a moment there. It's laziness. That's exactly what it is. What happens is towards the end of the shift, which is around like seven or eight for most people working there, they start to break down the ice cream machine. They start to clean it. They put it away for the next day. So if you come to the drive-thru and they say it's broken, chances are it's been cleaned and they don't want to put more mix in it and make your ice cream for you. So... The reason the machines are down is not a McDonald's thing. No. It's the people that don't want to do the work to get the machine back up and running. Yes, because then they have to then clean it again after they've already cleaned it. Yeah, I think it's probably a little bit of both. The late, he, he, he's the late, an employee. Why are oh, you arguing with a real-life oh, employee? I'm not arguing with him. He's an expert. He was on uh, Fox News talking about this yes. yesterday. Yeah. Scuba <laughs> yeah, like, one of the little like. squares on there. Okay, calm down. I'm not arguing with him. <laughs> I think that they do that. But yes, I read the whole thing about how... There's this company that controls cleaning. You have to use this one company to fix the machines. And then it's that's like... Pretty, that's pretty shady, huh? It Don't is yeah, shady. Yeah. And then the franchisees have to deal... Corporate's like, no, you can only use this company. And then it's like a whole thing. You're probably right. Scuba Steve, but you're probably right, too. It's both. Heck, everybody gets participation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why not? Everybody wins. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do Flashback Friday. Flashback Friday! Let's go back to 1995. I was 15 years old. What month are we now? September September now. Yeah. Yeah. That's 15 years old. The number one country song at this time back in 1995 was John Michael Montgomery. I can love you like that. Yes. I can love you like that. I would make you my world. Damn, damn. If you, you were my, my girl. girl. Were we in high school yeah, then? Yeah, I was in junior high. Uh, I think you were like 23. No. You were like out oh of my school. Gosh. Was I? Was this only 15 years ago? 1995? Oh, oh I what was. What year do you I, think we are right now? <laughs> Amy. Oh, know. Well, you know we're over 2020. <laughs> so that so from 2000. Amy oh, think. you said you were 15. Yeah. Okay, that's where I got the 15. I'm like, 15 years ago? <laughs> now, okay. I'm da- now I'm doubting your ice cream story. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably got some of the facts wrong in that, but I know that there's an issue with the company that fixes the ice cream machines. <laughs> the biggest pop song was Seal, Kiss from a Rose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This was from maybe Batman? Yes. yes. It's massive. Which Batman, though? The- Forever? Forever. Yeah. I've been kissed by my rose. I never knew what they were saying, really. Kiss by a rose. Kiss from a rose on the grave. Oh, I thought it was kiss from a rose from the dead. It's not from the dead. Oh. It could have been grave okay. or gray. Yeah, let's break this turn, down. Ray, turn it up, will you? Here we go. I've been kissed by a rose on the grave. On the grave. On the gray. Oh. Gray. What's that mean? Here we are. Arguing about what later. a song. What would be a gray? Why, why have we never wondered Kissed by this? a rose on the gray. Is it on the deathbed? On the gray? Kissed by a rose on... Lo- on the gray. We're look- Our fact checker's looking that up while I do the biggest thing in news. In 1995, eBay was founded by a guy named Pierre because his fiance couldn't find a Pez dispenser to complete her collection. 
It became a notable success story of the dot-com bubble when eBay first launched in 1995. It was the sole auction site where you could list items and people could buy them if they wanted. Um, there's a reference to the opening imagery of a graying tower alone on the sea. He compares her to the ability of a single rose to grow on the gray tower surrounded only by the ocean. To him, she is a miracle, a splash of color in the otherwise dull life. Okay. That's a far yeah. stretch. He's no, he's like, being... we're supposed to know that about listening yeah. to that yeah. song for Come three on. minutes. <laughs> yeah. He, and we so, didn't have the internet back then. We couldn't even look it up. The gray tower? That's... He's been kissed by a miracle woman. He's we'll been say kissed that. by, it's, no, she's a splash of color in a lot of gray. Is what I'm reading. Yeah, but it's a miracle she was able to grow there, and then he was kissed by her. I think you're both right. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, because it is art. <laughs> what is art? Okay. Uh, thank you. That's Flashback Friday. Close it up. Flashback Friday. Uh, let's go over to the phone lines and talk to Hub in North Carolina. It's line one. Hub, how are you, buddy? Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. So, Bobby, on your Instagram a couple of days back, you had the celebrities you wouldn't want to fight with in a bar fight. Mm-hmm. Brantley Gibbert was number one, and Brantley come back with, he don't drink no more, and that the bar that he goes to, you could go to, but his number one would be in Miranda. What do you think about that? He texted me and was like, hey. Thanks for putting me in that. He goes, I'm probably literally number three on this list, though, at this point. So he said the same thing to me privately. I never saw his public response, uh, but I did put him at number one. I still think if Brantley wanted to whoop some butts, he'd be the biggest butt whooper yeah, in town. Yeah, of course. And I put Trace Atkins at number five. Now, Trace is getting older, but he still was shot. Let's not forget. And he's still massive, and I just wouldn't mess around. And people were like, why didn't you put Blake? Well, or Toby. I feel like Trace will whoop both their butts, and they were in that older category. And so I think Trace was the leader of the older guys. Is Blake a fighter? Yeah, I feel like he's a lover. He's a, I, I think just because he's a big guy. Yeah. Okay, he's tall. But, but I had Billy Currington in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't mess hey, with Hey, don't him. mess with Billy. I, listen, when Billy comes in the studio, I just I mind my P's and Q's. We all smile. We're like, yes. <laughs> hey, Billy. <laughs> I'm Miranda Lambert, and I had um, Riley, the duck man. Yeah, because he's jacked. Yeah. And I don't know if he's even a fighter. That's a big old boy, though. Riley, Riley Duckman? Yeah, Duckman. That's his Instagram, right? But that's he's his... Riley Green. Oh, Riley that's Green. Riley Green. I, thought... I call him Duckman. Right? <laughs> I just know Riley Duckman. No. Did he ever get his Instagram Riley Green. Riley Green. Sorry. Um, I put Riley Green up there, too. <laughs> I was like, who are y'all talking about? Duckman. Duckman. Okay, Riley Green. Because there was this girl, and there was this guy, and they did stuff. <laughs> Is that how that song goes? Yes, yes. I think so. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Boulder, Colorado. Police had pulled over a suspect in a crime. They're talking to him in the truck when all of a sudden he, whoom, he starts to drive off. But the cop, being smart, just throws his iPhone in the back of the truck. So then they just get on the officer's Find My iPhone app. And they wait 30 minutes till the car's parked. And they go and get the suspect. Genius. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty awesome. good. I wonder if cops have specially issued iPhones, meaning from... Because I didn't throw my phone chase some criminal that I... <laughs> it's like when I worked at Hobby Lobby. If somebody stole something, I wasn't chasing them. It wasn't my stuff. So I wonder if they give them iPhones I at think the police the, department. I think the cops have business phones, yes. Because I'd have thrown that in a lot quicker than I'd have been on this 12X that cost me an arm and a leg to get. But that, that find my iPhone. I got it on my dog. I got the, the little... Oh. The tag. The tag on them. I got it on my, my wallet. Yeah, I've seen that. So on, my, on that app, boop, I can find it. 
All right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Hope you guys have a great weekend. For me, Arkansas plays tomorrow, which I'm super excited about, 1 p.m. Who do you guys play? Rice. Are you going to win? Should be good. I hope so. But, I mean, what are the odds? Like yeah. if, The odds it- are good, but we haven't been good in a few years. But I feel pretty good. Actually, I feel good. Oh, I feel so good. Uh. Uh. <laughs> but I cannot wait. It's also Bobby Fest. We will actually be in Texas tomorrow. So if you're in Austin or San Antonio, or heck, if you want to just drive to New Braunfels, let's go. That's tomorrow. And then Sunday in Wichita, Kansas, Abby's going to sing our phone screener Sunday yes. in Wichita. Abby, are you excited? Woohoo! I'm so excited. I can't wait. I, I saw Leanne Rimes comment on your Instagram. Yes. Was that not awesome? I cannot believe How, that. Did you tag her? So, um, not at first. And then someone commented and was like, Leanne Rimes, give her a shout out. And I was like, ooh, okay, I'll tag her then just to see. And then she did. She commented. Oh, that's special. I liked it. <laughs> Is your family coming to the show to watch you sing on Sunday? Yes, they are. And a lot of my high school friends, too. And my mom bought, bought VIP. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, wow. I can see her being, like, front row, actually. It's that's great. Yeah. So in Wichita on Sunday, Abby's going to sing with the Raging Idiots as we close out the show. Woo-hoo. And she'll be singing, Heads Carolina, Tails California, somewhere. Eddie and I were practicing yesterday a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because y'all are playing it with well, her. And we'll probably back her up a little bit, you yeah, know. Yeah, we'll, of course. We'll help her out yeah. with some BGVs, but we'll be like, Heads Carolina, Tales she's nailing it. Yes. Because <laughs> we don't want to be like, Heads Carolina, yeah. you know? Yeah, at that point, it's her show. It's her right? show. She's in charge there. Uh, tickets at RagingIdiots.com. Come on, people are coming from all over the land this weekend. We're very excited. It should be dry. That's all we're really worried about. It's weather. It's outside, so we feel good about that. Uh, that's it. We're done. We're going to see you guys next week. Amy, anything you'd like to say? Uh, well, if you have some traveling to do and you're listening to podcasts, I have a really great episode on my Four Things with Amy Brown podcast, um, especially just like the state of the world right now and the mental health, and it might be encouraging to you if you want to listen. All right, Four Things with Amy Brown. There you go. The Bobbycast, I have Matt Ramsey from Old Dominion for an hour. Oh, cool. He talked about some plastic surgery he had as a kid he never admitted or never had to talk about before. Oh, wow. You're crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, nobody did. He ne- he's never t- revealed it. Until wow. Yet. And in the middle you. of it, he was like, I've never actually told this story before. It, like, triggered something. We were talking about it. Regardless. Oh. Uh, it's up on the podcast. You guys check it out. We'll see you guys Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Happy days. Bye, everybody. <laughs> oh, and Bobby Bones,